Hello and welcome to the Horizon Church podcast. We exist to see lives transformed through Jesus and are located in the heart of Surrey, BC, Canada. To find out more, visit us at horizonchurch.ca. We hope this message blesses and inspires you. All right. Can I get a little bit more microphone, please? Please don't start the clock yet. Please. Just please. Just give me like... You don't have to, but I just want to put the, re- I've never asked before, but can you please, thank you so much, amen, amen. Can you guys give it up for Elena back here, please? <laughs> Pastor Craig and Shannon, I know you guys are watching right now. Please don't text the production team and say, put that time back up there. Please don't do it. No. But Elena, thank you so much. I would like to say this morning, we are in the same Elena. Yes, because every time I've come, I've had to ask her to come back up. And you see this time, she's like, nah, you're not going to have to call me back up here. Come on. Thank you. Um, But can you get her a chair, please? And before, before I start, um, last night we started, I don't know, if, uh, Horizon, if you remember when we did our encounter here called Flood the Valley. Um, thank you again for letting us use this space. That was before we had our own building. Now we have our own space. Yeah. And so last, last night we started uh, a two-night encounter called Flood the Valley again. And tonight is the last night and we canceled this morning service so that for one, our team can rest. But because we are pursuing God, you see a lot of them sprinkled throughout here. Love Quest, say what's up. Sweet. And I just want to um, invite you guys to finish the day with us as you turn to your, your north, your south, your east and your west. You know, you have to follow the words you declared. Jesus asked the disciples to pray that the Lord sends out laborers into the harvest field. Then he anointed them to go. And so I'm inviting you tonight that tonight we're believing for, we set it aside. We're believing for deliverance. We're believing for oppression to be broken. We're believing for people to receive freedom, their families to be reconciled. And so we've created a space where we're just worshiping. We're creating space for God's prophetic word to go forth. We're believing for healing. Um, We're believing for unity. We're believing for Wally to be saved. Yeah. And so we're inviting you. It's at 5 p.m. at our location, um, a place that we call home right in Surrey Center. Lift your hands right where you are. Hallelujah. Lift your voice. Hallelujah. For the Lord God Almighty reigns. Can we just sing that for a moment if you don't mind? Lift your voices.
Any other musicians you want to join us? Worthy is the Lamb. You are holy. Lift your voices. Sing. just want to create an atmosphere where no matter what is being taught, you can receive from the Lord this morning. You can worship God. Does anybody believe and agree that God has been good and faithful? The Lord kept us through a pandemic. And I remember when the Lord said, let my people go so that they may what? Worship me. And I believe the only reason why you have made it through the pandemic is so you can what? Worship him. So you can worship him. Lift your hands one more time. Hallelujah. Say. You are working 
Even when I don't feel that you're working, you never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see that you're working, even when I don't feel that you're working, you never stop, you never stop. Come on, if you really believe that, release your faith. Release your faith. this morning that I was kicking off this series so thank you um, and then I also wish I had your your revelation and your exhortation of this topic before I started prepping my message but what I do know is God you what what sermon anytime you preach it's wisdom it's it, it's it's revelation it, my people perish for lack of knowledge Right. And I believe that it's by God's design that I'm going to kick this off. And I hope that it sets an expectation. Because one thing about the cars on the road is they're all heading somewhere. They're heading to and they're heading from. And I understand that there's two sides to deliverance is what you're being delivered from but it's also what you're be uh, being delivered what to 
let my people go so they can what? Worship me. Right? The true, the person that is really in freedom is a true worshiper. To be free is not to have your tongue tied and your emotions bottled up and to, to have pride in the midst of God's presence. To really be in freedom is to say, God, I need you by any means necessary. Nothing or no one will stop our covenant. So God, if you need my hands lifted in this moment, not necessarily just about me, but there's someone in here that is hurting that will see my hands as a sign of hope. So maybe you cool with your hands on your lap, but God needs your hands in the sky because he's trying to get you to wave down somebody. Right, I, I'm praying this morning that God, in the midst of all this, I believe God wants to restore the passion of the church. I believe the church as a whole does not have the passion. Right, every last one of us know how to lose, but not everyone knows how to win. So the pandemic has stolen a lot as well as the pandemic has trained us wrong. I had to catch myself and tell my leader, my leadership team, I repent because I came out the pandemic still leading like I was in pandemic, meaning the pandemic taught us how to pivot. So we made plans as leaders with the mindset that this will or it can change. But coming out of the pandemic, you need stability. So I even had to catch myself and the Lord tapped me on the shoulder and said, son, the pandemic for you is over. And I'm not going back to same. it's time for me to go to not the next level, but the next dimension. And I believe God is calling us back. Some people you've come back to horizon and you, you're expecting same. Your pastors are coming back totally different. So I hope that you were getting ready to be led at a whole different dimension. In our worship time, I really heard the Lord very clearly. He said, I've given you the land. That's where you shout, right? Because when we turn to the north, south, east, and the west, what we were doing was declaring. What were you really declaring? At the core of when we are declaring, we're saying, God, give us the land. If you don't give us the land, we have no influence. And if we have no influence, people stay unsaved. So what you need to understand this morning is that God has given you the land. He's given the church the land, which means wherever you go to work, it's yours. I know you don't like your coworker or your boss, but tomorrow when you walk into your, your job, understand he's giving you the land. So you walk in with a demeanor that's ready to change the atmosphere. He's given us the land. So no matter what is tempting my children and pulling my children away, the giants of the land do not have the power to keep my kids from the cross.
So he's not just giving us wisdom so we can be smart. The Bible tells us that he hides his wisdom from the wise. He hides his mysteries from wise people, smart Alex, people who hold intelligence over revelation. <laughs> yeah, diploma and certificates over covenant. So I'm going to talk about wisdom, but I'm like, Lord, but I don't want to just give you, I think we know what wisdom is, but we need, what do we need wisdom for right now? And God has given us the land. That's why we have wisdom for a large place. Back, back home, that's when, the, that's when grandma hat would have came off right there. <laughs> hey, that some, all people, God can change everything with just one word. See, God has called you to dominion, not promotion. Yes, sir, the sun is out and coming in hot. Amen. But subtitle was, may we never lose our wonder. We often find God reminding people, when I bless you, don't forget me. You can be generous, but don't be generous and lose passion because your money can never take, your take the place of your relationship with Jesus. Your finances is one way to advance the kingdom, but your money can never replace the witness of your passion. And what the world and these kids need to see is grown people on fire for Jesus. God gives his wisdom to build and advance, not merely survive and cruise. So the wisdom you get over this series, it is not for surviving and cruising. It is for advancing and building. Wise people are builders, Proverbs 24 says. Wise people are builders. They build families, businesses, and communities. We build families and businesses and communities, all things that will outlive us. And through intelligence and insight, their enterprises are established and they endure. So I need wisdom to execute, but I need intelligence and insight and I need revelation knowledge from God to know what I need to execute. I don't want to just be wise. I don't just want to know how to save money. I got to also have revelation knowledge on how to sow money, where to sow money. Not every good charitable mission is good ground. So I'm talking about a God who will give you wisdom and tell you to go where there's famine and sow. Because of their skilled leadership, who, the, the, the ones with wisdom, the hearts of people are filled with the treasures of wisdom. Because of skilled leadership, people's hearts are filled with godly wisdom and the pleasures of spiritual wealth, joy, 
That's what I want your soul to be wealthy with joy, with love, with hope, with peace. That's what the world needs. Quite frankly, the world has a lot of money. What they don't have, they are broke with shalom. They are broke when it comes to hope. They are broke when it comes to integrity. They're broke when it comes to grace. Wisdom can make anyone into a mighty warrior. So not, wisdom is not just about, about applying our knowledge, but wisdom is also a sword. It's a weapon. You ready for this? Your promotion may not come because of how long you've been on your job or because of who you know, but maybe God has placed you in a place just like Joseph where your boss don't have the answers nor do his immediate peers and he remembers you and say go get Keith go get John cuz i got this dream i'm in i'm in a i'm in a in a in a knot right now and i need to understand what's happening i need to know the next move for my business and I heard about that man, I heard about that woman, that Noah man. And you walk into your boss's office, you walk into your best friend's home when their marriage is messed up and you give them one piece of wisdom that radically changed the trajectory of their bloodline. This wisdom will not come without relationship, will not come without, oh, I'm not talking about logos. The world applies biblical wisdom. I'm talking about rhema. I'm talking about mysteries unfolded, unlocked for sons and daughters, hidden to be revealed. It says, why strategy is necessary to wage war? Wise strategy, we can turn the north, south, east, and the west, but after we leave here, what strategy do we have? God can give us the land, but what strategy do we have to strategically and tactfully influence Surrey? Surrey, I mean, I'm, I'm about to give you some insight. It, it will be the epicenter of global and cultural habitation. The Lord will send nations upon nations to this place. It's all already the, the most highly populated space of immigration in British Columbia. Oh, you think we're just here because it's cheaper than Vancouver. No, 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 no. God is having a plan. He planted our church right in, in the midst of city center and all around us is, 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 is high rise condos going up. Within three to five years, we will see over 50,000 people saturated in one hub. Church better get ready because he's given us the land. He's setting us up now. Children are coming from all over the world. People are running from war. And when you're running from war, you're looking for hope. Where will the church be? He says, he said, and with many astute advisors, you'll see the path to victory more clearly. I don't believe that God has given us this series so we can come out of here smarter. 
I think God is equipping us. Hmm. A good man leaves an inheritance of moral stability and goodness to his children's children. We're not just praying from to the north, south, east, and the west just to pray. No, he's given us the land so that we can leave our children's children. There's some fights that they should not have to fight. You ready for this? I know this is going to sound crazy, but there are some prayers your children should not have to pray. <laughs> Do you know there's some families that don't ever have to pray for finances? That don't ever have to pray for love. There's some stuff we don't just, we don't have to pray for, but there have to be a people that go before to make sure they eliminate. So it's time to get the, get the enmity out of your bloodline. Get the, 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 the sickness, get the infirmity out your bloodline. Get the compromise out of your bloodline. Get the divorce out of your bloodline. Get the addiction out of your bloodline. Get poverty out of your bloodline. That's your job. There's some prayers that our children should never have to pray for themselves. And there may be some prayers they never have to pray for their friends because they'll be in a position to help their friends. Wisdom is the quality of having good judgment. Wisdom is the quality of having good judgment. So wisdom goes beyond knowledge. It's not mere knowledge. We need knowledge in order to apply wisdom. So it's based on knowledge, right? So having faith doesn't mean you eliminate facts. Facts. Although we walk by faith and not by sight, we still need facts. Like I need the x-ray results so I can put a name under the name. I need the facts so I can put truth on top of facts. Yeah, there may be a tumor that you see, facts, but by his stripes, I am what? Healed, truth. So God may say, for this, there's some wisdom. Do this surgery, take this medication, go on this diet, that's wisdom. So I need facts in order to apply godly wisdom. It's not just a blind walk, right? I need to see what God is doing. I need to see the globe coming from all over the world. When I, when I look over in Russia, yes, there's war, but I also see souls fleeing. And then I see a country who is making special accommodations for the people running. So they're letting a country come into your country. And why is he sending them to you? Because Isaiah 60 says the glory, they're going to be attracted to the glory. The glory that's coming up on his church in gross darkness. I hate to tell you, but it got to get dark, baby. Because the story, the Bible that I read says it's when it's dark, it's when it's gross darkness that we will see the greatest light. Yes, sir. And it says the ability to discern. And so if knowledge is power, wisdom is your choice 
to use or apply that power. So you have the facts, you have the information, you have the insight. Now the way that I apply God's power is through God's wisdom. I, I can't just go and just rush that, 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 that be healed, see you later. Last night, although we did flood the valley, but it was a night where we just meditated and we equipped the people so they show back up tonight with their own level of faith. Last night wasn't about screaming and yelling and dancing and emotions. It was about creating an atmosphere so when people come back tonight, they have expectation based on facts. And a lot of times we'll call you forward and you haven't even gotten a scripture to stand on. So you're asking us to work overtime because you don't have the faith to believe for what you're believing for. That's wisdom. Say wisdom. I have breaking news. I have a mystery update. God is about to pour an immeasurable amount of glory on this church. Hey, I need you to understand that's called knowledge or information that heaven is given his church <laughs> but the first thing is first I'm asking the Lord to restore wonder in his church may we never lose our wonder you know that song may we never lose our wonder wide-eyed and mystified may we be just like a child Staring at the... I don't necessarily see that in the church. We're wondering, but we've lost our wonder. Right? The, you see how kids and, and women and even men are in awe of Drake and in awe. Um, so when they look at your expression and response to God, and then they look at their friend's response to Drake, as a kid, I want to be where it's lit. I want to be where it looks like my friend whole affect change when they, when that Drake song came on. But when I look at my mama singing Waymaker, Right, And then he's crafty because he keeps the Christians by making a song called God's Plan. Oh, he a little, he know Jesus a little bit. Somebody praying for him. The devil is tricky, man. I'm asking that he restore the spirit of awe. And there's another, another word that the Bible calls it, Isaiah 11 where it says the spirit of the Lord, where it says the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel and might. This is a big scripture when it comes to wisdom and when it comes to what this series is about. But the last part anchors it, reverential and obedient fear. Oh man, although it's ludicrous, I remember we used to put down the weed when we drove past the church. Uh, some of y'all staring at me like, did he say weed? Yeah, I've been delivered. And, and I, you know how I know it? Because I, can I can be authentic about where I was. Yeah. 
Some of you not free yet because you still can't talk about it. And it was 20 years ago. Yeah, so you're not free yet. Therefore, your testimony, you ain't helping people overcome. I'm helping somebody right now. I used to drive past the church. And if I had smoke in my mouth, I wouldn't blow it out till we passed the church. Hey, it was displaced reverential fear, but I had some fear. I thought the car was going to stop if we, if Jesus saw me smoking. <laughs> so the spirit of the fear of the Lord is just simply saying, oh, And he said, I'm about to give this land to you. I'm about to bless you in the city, bless you in the field, bless when you go in, bless when you come out. But don't forget me. I brought you through a pandemic. You should be in more awe because you know people who died. But you still here. That's not because you was healthy. That was because he graced you. That's because there was mercy over you. You've made it out of some things. Understand, it was healthy people who passed during COVID. But you made it out. He deserves the wonder. He deserves the reverence. He deserves the awe. And, and why, why, why is this important? Why is this important? Because he says the starting point of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. The starting point of God's wisdom, the starting point of him opening up his treasure to his sons and daughters is awe. It's a life of awe. It's a life of wonder. You ready? Wonder even when there's no miracles. Stop looking for a sign and just remind yourself of his goodness it's work to stay in awe but it takes you to remember he said I've been young now I'm old but I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed beg for bread you want some wisdom you need to get your awe back if you don't have no all, I don't care how much wisdom comes through here this week and next week and the next week, the beginning, the foundational piece to God unlocking his treasure to his children. The foundation to strategy is all because there's people who do not like Jesus or love Jesus and they have phenomenal strategy, business strategy. Was what's going to separate us? We need God's wisdom. Joseph was tempted and the boy ran out of his gown. And you wonder why God revealed in the prison, why he revealed. Man, he was found, he was found with favor. We got to put compromise away. We got to drive out these, these, the, the, the yoking up of ungodly soul ties. We, we have to, we got to, God is restoring his church back to holiness. Where's holy at? And I'm not talking about covering yourself up until you fall out with a heat stroke. We've made holy about long dresses and not pants. And holiness about drinking and holy not drinking. And we made holiness about works. But God is calling us to turn our hearts back to him. 
give us his affection. He wants to release wisdom. He wants to release strategy. He wants to help your marriage. But when's the last time you and your husband grabbed hands and fell on your face before the Lord? When's the last time you grabbed your children's hands? Not to correct them, but to worship with them. You ready? It's one thing to pray for your kids. It's another thing to worship with your kids. No, 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 no. What will happen to a family that worship together? Oh, Shaka Zulu, I got five minutes for 50 slides. Let, let me, let me get to this here. I believe the last part of my assignment for Horizon is very customized for you. The Lord says, prepare for a large place. That large place is freedom, fullness, completeness, influence, dominion, and wholeness. Genesis 26 talks about a man named Isaac who sowed in a land of famine and received in the same year. Generous people, if you, you, you believe you're generous, I'm not talking about next year. Yeah, I was here, I was here on, on, on the uh, Legacy Sunday. And I'm here this Sunday to let you know what you've sowed this year, you can expect a hundred time return this year. L listen, listen, listen to me. He sowed in famine and got a harvest in famine. Yeah, but, but it went, it happened because God gave him wisdom. See, the wisdom of God will say, I know it's famine, but this is where you sow. Stop looking for the perfect time. Stop looking for your favorite church and evangelist. Sow where God gives you wisdom to sow. Wisdom, look, sowing is a strategy. So when I'm in a pandemic, I'm not messed up and, and tired and, 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 and mad because I lost my job. Some of us have given our job too much power and little power to sowing. If you are a sower, you never have to work, worry about unemployment. So I don't have time to read it, but, but, but Isaac and his men, they dug in one well and the Philistines, they covered it. Philistine spirit is bullies. They, they, they cover and intimidate you from your harvest. And, 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 and what I'm talking to is I'm talking to a church who has sold in this city for too long. What I'm telling you is that you have to get ready to bust out of this building. I'm talking about for the next generation. I know some of you seasoned saints are comfortable in this air conditioned gym, but God is saying he's about to enlarge your territory. Here you go. If you don't want your territory enlarged, stop sowing. But there is a principle that's working on your behalf, church, and there's a new crop, a new harvest, and there is some new ways that God is about to implement in your church that some of you are going to have to just get with the program. Oh, I'm sorry. 
you're not, God's going to deal with your pastors about some new ideas and some new strategies. He's going to give them new wisdom. And some of it is going to go against the old way of doing things. But if you want God's way, you got to be willing to get rid of your way. (laughs) And he said he called that place of contention. And I don't know, I don't know what's going on in there. It's like a really nice restaurant. They bring out your beautiful ribeye, your perfectly placed carrots on top of the, 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 the pureed potatoes and, and, all, and all of that. You get what I'm saying? But in the back, the chef is arguing. The waitress is dropping plates. Maybe your steak fell on the floor and they blew on it and put it back on the, you know what I mean? So what I'm saying is as beautiful as Sunday is, I understand at the core of of warring for God's kingdom to be advanced, sometimes there's contention in leadership. Sometimes there's contention out here. People wish they did. Oh, it's too loud. They don't need those lights or whatever it may be. But what I'm telling you is the Lord is about to pour out a blessing for people that's willing to move on. Here, here, Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. God is not calling you to another church, whoever you are. He's calling you to get out of being churchy and get out of your religious ways. You, you, no, no, no. It's God is not saying, well, if they don't do it the way you think it should be done, it's time for you to go somewhere else. No, what he's saying is he's trying. He put this space between you and the way you think, your pride, your ego, and God's about to do some new things. And it's going to challenge your way because God is trying to take you to the next level. And I want you to see this. And he dug and they covered it and it was quarreling and they named that place. And what you need to do is don't get stuck in that place. Just name it and move on. I want you to see this. And the Bible says he named it Rehoboth, saying, for now the Lord has made room for us. In other words, you do not have to argue or fight over your way. With God's master plan, there's going to be a blessing for everybody. I'll close with these two scriptures for you. He brought me forth also into a large place. He was delivering me because he was pleased with me and delighted in me. Horizon, I'm here to tell you the Lord is pleased with you. Ain't it crazy? There's contention, but he's still pleased with you because there's the work that he has done through you is way greater than any hiccup or speed bump. There's no accident. He gave you this land. Get ready to expand. Get ready to expand. You have not given me into the hand of the enemy, but you have set my feet in a broad place. Psalm 118 says the Lord answered me and he set me free in a large place. You have given plenty of room for my steps under me that my feet would not slip. He expanded, he he put me in a large place. And he said to his servant, yet there's still room. It won't get large enough. Nations are coming. You just think you trying to invite your couple little friends and your stubborn uncle. God is preparing this church to house nations. I'll leave you with these. I think it's five wisdom 
for a large place. Number one, you need capacity. Make room now. He says, enlarge the place of your tent, which means there may be some purging. There may be some things you got to get rid of to make room. But your expectations for what God's about to do need to increase. Secondly, consecrate yourself. He's asking some of us to separate ourselves from certain situations, certain people. He says, separate yourself for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders. Number three, cultivate a culture of thanksgiving. Cultivate a culture of thanksgiving. Number four, calculated company, companions, and community. You just can't hang with everybody in this season. You can't just give your time to anybody and everybody. You can't just give your ears to messy people, gossipy people, and people that just want to stay depressed. You got to hang around champs and winners and people that speak life in this season. Number five, you need clarity in this season. In other words, simplify, solidify, and sever. Simplify your life. This is the season you can't do everything and you can't be everything for everybody. You're not this get rid of the savior complex. You just can't help that person in this season. So you need clarity. Simplify your vision. Solidify and get out of two places. So solidify what you're going to do or not do and move forward. Double-mindedness double in this season will trip you up. And then lastly, confess big. Yeah, did he say that? Yes, I did. I said, confess big. He said, for this is what the promise said about this time next year. Will I return and Sarah shall have a son? And not only that, <laughs> but this too. Rebecca conceived two sons. The impossible happened. Double for your trouble. Do you confess big. Don't just believe small for your business. Confess big. God's not just giving us the block. He's giving us the province. No, you can't do it by yourself. But the reason why some of us are scared to confess big is because we think that we going to do it. But you need to confess so big that you got to depend on God and you got to walk with people. Confess big, lift your hands. I don't know what it is you believe in God for, but right now all your simple prayer and worship is, and just open your mouth, stand to your feet, stand to your feet and just give it to the Lord. Just give it to the Lord. Come on, just sing a song in your heavenly prayer language and give it to the Lord. He's given us the land. We hope you enjoyed this message from Horizon Church. To find your next step, visit horizonfam.ca. Have a great week.